Today we're going to talk about a controversial and taboo topic of disliking or even feeling like we hate our own children. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. If you have felt like you have this disgust or rejection or just a feeling like, go away, leave me alone, I don't like you, I don't want you, I don't love you, I hate you right now, towards your own child, then this is for you. I'm going to break down what might be causing that very uncomfortable sensation and feeling and what you can do about it. Because I don't want you to be stuck in that feeling like there's something wrong with you or something wrong with your child and that's why you just hate them and there's nothing you can do, like you're broken. I'm in the business of helping you build an unbreakable family. I'm a mindset coach for parents. If we haven't met yet, hi, my name is Avital. I have five children of my own and I run Present Play, which is an online membership where thousands of parents around the world come together and learn the skills to become the parents they most wanna be, to build their home into their favorite place on earth, and basically to create family bliss, that wonderful, satisfying, and meaningful feeling that we get when we are connected to our family, when we feel like we communicate well and run our days well. Today I'm going to be sharing these important ways to transform feelings of hate or disgust or regret about having children or about your specific child and really kind of alchemize those feelings, turn them from the mud and the muck into something golden and into a way that can actually support you in your parenting and support your child on their journey. All right, let's get into this. Very often I get parents writing to me some form of, help, I hate my kid. And what is really important is to understand that feeling hatred towards your child or dislike or disgust, we'll just call it hatred, but it's any of these feelings, is a symptom of a different problem. In a natural, healthy, functioning environment where all of your needs are being met and all your children's needs are being met, etc., these feelings are going to be very rare and very fleeting. So rare and fleeting that you wouldn't feel the need to write to me about them. Because in a very healthy situation where everything's hunky-dory and taken care of, then we parents tend to feel a lot of love towards our children. We feel nurturing and protective and pride and we like them and yeah there are things that they do that we dislike there are behaviors that they that we really hate or that really grind and annoy us but overall we feel uh, a lot of fondness towards our children we we adore them right but in those tough moments in those extreme cases that i myself have experienced uh, where our resources are running low etc that's where we feel those feelings of hatred. And that's what I want to focus on today, all the different reasons and contributing factors that might lead you there and what you can do about them. Some of them you can solve immediately, some of them are mindset shifts, and some of them take longer because they're 
about things that are going on in your environment that need shifts and changes. And absolutely, those are all things that I can help you with both here on this channel and also in present play itself. But let's get into the juice and let's go one by one and you can kind of self-diagnose and ask yourself, is that why I feel hatred towards my child? Then as you come up with the checklist of the things that are resonating for you, you can start to address them slowly but surely. The first thing that I want to say is that this is normal. So whilst it's symptomatic of something else, it's also very, very common. And I think it's important not to normalize it in the sense that, oh, everyone should feel hatred towards their kids. No, but just to remove the taboo and the shame that go along with it. A lot of parents feel regret for having children. A lot of people don't have a goodness, a fit with their child, just don't get their kids and don't particularly like their temperaments and personalities. A lot of people don't even find their children visually appealing and attractive to look at, or they don't like the sound of their voice or their habits or their behaviors. That's normal. It's normal for, from time to time, uh, feelings of disgust or regret or hatred or frustration or irritation or all that stuff to flare up. That is not something to be ashamed of per se, Although there are normal feelings of shame that go along with that, and that was developed, that shame uh, reaction to our hatred of a chi child is developed to protect them, right? To protect them, to protect us. The thing is that even if it's normal and common, it is not desirable. It is not what you want for yourself, right? You don't wanna feel those feelings. The fact is that you're stuck with your child and you're there and you need to raise them. And it would be much more beneficial for both of you to cultivate and to feel a sense of love uh, most of the time. And so what I wanna say is that despite it being normal uh, and that I don't think you need to feel ashamed about it, you do need to treat it as a symptom of a problem. You do need to actually get to the root cause of the problem. And it will benefit you if you can make choices both in terms of your mindset and your your day-to-day -day life that are gonna support you feeling more love and less hate towards your child, of course. I know all of this might sound a little bit extreme, but I'm just keeping it real with you because these are the real problems that real parents face in day-to-day -day life. And it is normal, but it's not desirable. So that is really tip number one, is to realize that whilst it's normal, there are things that we can do about it. So I want you to reduce the feeling of shame and to start becoming proactive in making changes. And you might think to me, hey, Avital, what do you mean be proactive? I feel what I feel. If I feel disgust, if I feel hatred, that's what I feel. And I would push back on that and say, not exactly. That It's much more complex than that, actually. Our feelings are driven by our thoughts, by our actions, by our perceptions, by our interpretations of the world around us. And if I constantly interpret my child uh, as something, you know, bad uh, for whatever reason, then that's going to promote and increase a sense of hatred and emotions such as frustration and anger. And when I start to shift my mindset and see my child in a different way, that's going to help me feel more love. So it's actually something that we have quite a lot of control over. We can cultivate, we can choose. It is not just predetermined or fixed. And just because you're feeling uh, maybe this rejecting feeling, this kind of uh, pushing away of your child, this disgust, I, I tend to call it, does not mean it has to stay that way and does not mean that you are powerless in the face of that emotion. You can make a different choice and you should make a different choice because both you and your child stand to benefit from you feeling adoration and uh, closeness and attraction to being with your child. The second thing I want you to know is that everything changes when you're raising children. Children change 
every single day. We change every single day and our realities around us are ever changing. From one millisecond to the next, your body has changed, your mind has changed, the neurons are firing in a different way in your brain. On a cellular level, you're constantly replenishing and changing. Uh, the weather outside is changing, the geopolitical realities are changing, everything's changing all the time. And you see that very, very clearly in childhood development. A one-day-old is not similar to a two-day-old and certainly not to a two-year-old, right? They change dramatically and drastically. So the very things that might be causing you to feel that rejection of your child right now could change tomorrow. So I want you to realize that it passes. The feelings of hatred, the feelings of disgust, the feelings of dislike, are transient, or at least they can be transient if you let them pass. If you realize that you don't need to kind of label yourself or label your child as, you know, just two people who don't like each other, or, oh, I just wasn't meant to be a mother, or I regret this whole thing, but rather keep it very localized, keep it very transient. Remember that it's not permanent, that it does pass, and don't attach that label to yourself. People who think of themselves as, uh, you know, oh, I I wasn't meant to be a mother, I wasn't cut out for this, this was a mistake, uh, I don't like my child, my child's this way, my child's that way, they tend to use a lot of cognitive biases such as globalizing and labeling and catastrophizing and black and white thinking. And the trouble with thinking about yourself and others in this way, like, oh, me and my kid just don't get along. If you just label yourself that way, it becomes a fixture of your character and it becomes a fixture of your relationship. And instead of allowing it to kind of pass and just be a phase, you can kind of uh, cement it into your mind and into your self-perception and your perception of your child to the point where it becomes just who you are. And that's what we don't want. Everybody can go through a momentary phase of disliking parenthood or of disliking their child. But if you attach to that and, you know, kind of feed it and reinforce it, then it can start to become a, a, a mainstay. It can start to become a feature rather than a bug, right? And we want to see it as a bug in the system. Oh, like a blip, a mistake, just something that happens and let it pass, let it run its course rather than get letting our mind create it into a bigger monster than it needs to be. When we feel like, I hate my child, the shadow of that can loom very large. Don't let it. Just say, well, you know what, Avital reminded me that this is just a normal thing that everybody feels from time to time. You know, people in a marriage sometimes hate each other. You probably sometimes hated your parents when you were a kid. And yeah, parents sometimes hate their kids for a moment. It's not real. It doesn't last. It doesn't mean anything. Don't make it mean more than it needs to. Number three is that your child might be going through a really hard time right now. I want you to make space for the fact that people go through phases. And like I said, people change. And some of those changes are not so attractive or desirable. Like if a child is going through a kicking phase or a spitting phase, or they're going through something very difficult, like a divorce or moving or a new uh, child in the family or any big transition or developmental transitions and milestones. Um, that could manifest in really unpleasant behavior. It can manifest in bad behavior. It can manifest in a lot of aggression or rudeness or backtalk or defiance or all sorts of things, bedwetting, uh, pooping their pants, etc. And that can cause you, it's kind of like a, this unpleasant domino effect, right? There was something that 
triggered a difficult behavior in the child, the child's behavior triggers a different, a difficult feeling in you, and then your unpleasant reaction towards your child and anger at your child uh, kind of perpetuates that cycle, it reinforces it. But when you realize, oh, they're behaving this way because they're going through a phase, they deve developmentally, or they're reacting to something tough that's happening in their life, etc., then you can kind of cool your reaction and realize that it's not that you hate your child, it's that you hate the phase they're going through, or you hate their behaviors, or you hate the fact that they're hitting right now, but not that you hate the child. And it helps you to understand and empathize and be compassionate towards the child for what they're going through. So remember that when you hate someone, when you hate the way they're behaving, whatever, maybe there's a reason. There for sure is a reason, right? They're going through something difficult or um, they're learning something new. And yeah, it's hard and it makes you dislike how they're showing up in the world, but it doesn't mean uh, that this doesn't pass and it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them or with you. And it doesn't mean that this is just a feature of their personality. Number four is that you might be going through something hard right now. When you yourself are going through a big transition or through a hard time or through a hormonal disruption or through anything in your life that's making you on edge, often we take that out on the people who are nearest and dearest to us. So it could be that your child is behaving basically the same, but suddenly when they come and give you a hug at the end of the day, it used to feel great, but now you feel touched out and irritated and like you need your space. And that's because of other things that are going on in your life. It's got nothing to do with them. So it could be that you feel like, I hate my child right now, not because of the child, but it's a projection of something that's hard for you in your life separate to the child. And it's really important, it's kind of like one of those hallmarks of maturity for us to be able to separate things out and realize this is my stress, this is to do with my work or my marriage or my body or something else that's going on in the world and not to do with my child. When they whine at me, the reason that I have less patience for them right now is not because I hate my child, but rather because I hate my job and I don't have much patience and I'm, I'm worn out at the end of the day. So this might be a bit of a longer fix and it might take more time to set up your life in a way that supports you better or to get through a big transition or a hard time in your life, for sure. However, just being aware and trying not to kind of vomit those feelings out onto the child or project them onto the child is really gonna help because at least you're gonna say, you know what, I can put that stress in its proper box. I can say, I'm actually angry at my boss or I'm actually angry because of the economy or I'm actually angry because of that those politics and not because of my child. And when they whine, it's just one more straw on the camel's back, but it's not the actual problem. So I can take responsibility for my feelings and I don't need to project them onto my child and I can kind of reserve and uh, deliberately compartmentalize more of my patience and my reserves towards my child and realize that my irritation is actually supposed to be directed elsewhere and needs to be treated elsewhere. The next one is to realize that you might hate your child's behavior or elements of their temperament, but not the child themselves. Sometimes we tend to muddy and confuse our love of a human being with our love of how they make us feel or how they behave or how they operate in the world or their personality, etc. The truth is that between a parent and a child, there can be, and perhaps even should be, an unconditional bond. And we hope that in most healthy situations, that's going to come about, that's going to grow, right? As we bond with a baby, even though 
a baby does nothing for us, a baby doesn't say nice things, a baby doesn't treat us well or not treat us well, a baby could be very inconvenient and very unpleasant with their crying and their neediness, etc. But we have this unconditional love towards them simply because of the human bond between us. We want to remember that you have that bond with your child and, and you can bond with your child on a deeper, unconditional level. And separately to that, you can dislike or be disgusted by or really hate some of their behaviors that need to be dealt with. And if you join Present Play, a shameless plug here, I will absolutely help you uh, learn how to deal with those behaviors in ways that doesn't corrode your relationship. And also here on this channel, you'll find a lot of free materials about that as well. But what I want to say here today is that you need to learn to separate between, I hate the fact that they are biting or being rude or being lazy or being disruptive or being unkind, but not I hate the child, not I hate being their parent altogether, right? You wanna try not to globalize, not to catastrophize, not to make the problem bigger than it needs to be, but rather to say this specific behavior of yours, when you roll your eyes at me, uh, when you refuse to cooperate, uh, when you are mean to your baby sister, that's the thing that I hate, but of course not the child themselves. So even just helping yourself to make the differentiation between their behaviors, maybe elements of their character or temperament, and the deeper human uh, unconditional love between parent and child that you can still experience and hold on to without that element of you can certainly disapprove of and dislike or even really hate certain things that they do in certain ways they behave without uh, saying or feeling or thinking that you hate them as a person, right? Uh, in a totalitarian way. The next point I want to make is that you can and must do something about it when you feel feelings of hatred arise. When you feel this, uh, this rage, anger, disgust, just dislike, like you want to push them away, you don't want to see them, you wish they weren't in your life, thoughts of regret, when that's coming up, it needs to be a signal for you that you need to take a break. It is not legitimate, it is not justified, it is not validated, it's not a good idea, it's not healthy for you or for them for you to keep on keeping on in that mode. It's corrosive to the relationship to be with someone who is feeling dislike towards you. You know, you see this between partners, for example, you could love your partner uh, and, and you could do anything for your partner and be in love with your partner, but you can also get to a breaking point where you just need a break, where you need space, where you need time alone, where you need a breather, where you need to reset, where you just need to deal with other things that are irrespective of your partner um, without their input or without their energy there, where you need to miss them a bit, right? Where you need to remember what you love about them. So really the point here is take a break when this happens. Maybe it's a small break, like two minutes in the bathroom by yourself, because that's all you got right now. And maybe it's a big break, like a couple of nights away or a week away or however it works for you. But the point is don't just drive deeper and deeper into that disconnect. Don't let the rupture in the connection get bigger and bigger and bigger, but rather just like a wound, right, that's starting, you want to put a band-aid on it before it becomes a really big wound. You want to uh, sew it up, you want to stitch it together, you want to give it time to heal, and then you can get back about your business. So as you see these ruptures in your connection, uh, you need to repair them often by taking a break and by resetting yourself. The next 
tool I want to kind of offer here is when those feelings of hatred arise, like, oh, I hate you right now, and it's just coming up in your body, I want you to coach yourself. Because you know it's important to be in a loving atmosphere, and hopefully you've taken a break, if you've been able to, one of the things I want you to do is to talk to yourself and say, no, I don't want to get go down that path. I don't want to feed that hatred feeling. I want to soften my body. I want to envision being loving, being warm. What would that look like? And typically that would look like specific body languages. When we're warm and loving to someone, we have soft, kind eyes, we smile at them more, we lean towards them more, we touch them more, we speak more kindly and warmly towards them, we use warmer, kinder words towards them. Now, this is a little bit of a fake it till you make it, where you're kind of coaching yourself, wait a minute, I don't want to be that kind of parent, I don't want to go down that path, I don't want to create that bad atmosphere, actually I want to love my child, actually I want to be warm towards them, and I kind of bring myself back off that brink and go towards being who I do want to be in that moment and being more loving towards them in that moment through my body language. The next one, and you may have heard me say this before, is to inhibit yourself. If you feel yourself hating your child, remember that there is that kind of social shame and use it to your advantage. Imagine someone was watching you, imagine there were hidden cameras, imagine that you had to behave this, this way that you were caring right now for someone else's child, not for your own child. You wouldn't allow yourself to be so mean, to be so rejecting, to be so unloving if you thought you you had an audience or if you thought that that child was going to go and tell their parents on you. Sometimes we're too close to the people that we love, that so close that we take them for granted and we allow ourselves to be uninhibited to the extent that we're even really mean and treating them wrongly. And so instead of allowing that to happen, inhibit yourself. Be like, what? This isn't a way to behave. I can't talk to my child like that. I don't want to be perceived as someone who's so unloving or so unkind. I need to inhibit myself and imagine that there are secret cameras or that that I'm being watched or that this was someone else's child and I need to instead treat them in a loving manner. And I'm gonna coach myself through my behavior, through my words, to kind of influence the way I feel about them as well. The next one is to uh, call in your own mortality. Imagine this was your last day on earth. Imagine you knew that you had until the clock strikes 12 tonight. Because the truth is, maybe we do. Maybe today is my last day on earth. Maybe this is the last bedtime, the last supper, the last lunch, the last drive, the last bath time that I get to do with my child. For some people, this really doesn't help. It just puts on a lot of pressure and it just makes them feel ashamed. But for me, this is one of my more effective tools. I feel like I have to live each day as if it's my last. It really could be the last conversation my children remember having with me. And when I remember that tool, it really kind of gives me that kick in the pants I need to get back to being my higher self, to get back to seeing things in perspective, to not caring so much about the whiny voice or about the back talk because I have bigger fish to fry, because there's more important things and it puts it all in perspective and reminds me that I do really care about how I show up to this very moment in time. So if that that's helpful for you, try it on. Just imagine, this is my last time with my child and so it doesn't matter. I can put all those bad feelings to one side. I come into this moment and really appreciate who they are and connect with them on a deeper level. The next thing is to envision your golden moments with your child. Envision your child in their golden moments. And this is a tool that I picked up from my Simplicity Parenting Coach training. And what it basically says is when you see your child raging or being rude or being annoying or being lazy, then it can be really easy to feel disconnected from them and dislike them and see them as a bad child. But 
If you can form a vision in your head of your child in a golden moment, when they're being sweet, when they're being adorable, maybe when they were a baby, maybe when they're asleep, maybe when they're doing something really kind or when they're being really like brilliant and smart, and it just evokes that sense of pride and connection with them. And you kind of want to capture that, take a snapshot, a Polaroid, or bottle it up and save it for when times are tough, right? You're saving it for a rainy day, like, oh, today my child's just being a complete nightmare. I need to remember that golden moment. I need to remember that golden child and really connect with them and remember that I do love them very deeply and I do want to connect. So try to be sure to kind of connect to those golden moments and not let your child always be perceived by you as the tough stage they're going through right now, but also perceive them in their highest, sweetest, most delicious, adorable selves. The next one is to list out the things that are awesome about your child, to remember all of their great qualities too. When you feel like you hate your child, you can focus solely on the things that are difficult about them, on their tantrums, on their violence, on their aggression, on their lies, whatever. But if you want to connect to a loving side to them, you also need to give uh, give dues, right? Pay your dues to their positives. Everybody has positives and negatives. And for any human on earth, if you focus only on their negatives, you're gonna dislike them. But if you balance that out with all the things that you do like about them, you'll find that there is a very long list of fabulous things about them. And that will help you to connect to your love of them. And this leads me into the next point, which is to reframe their bad sides, their bad character traits and their bad behaviors. And what I mean by that is not to ignore them. Yes, as a parent, you need to coach your child out of bad behaviors. You need to really, you know, use discipline and guidance to make sure that they are shaping themselves in a, you know, pro-social positive way and they're growing up to be, you know, stand up uh, human beings and uh, good people. But every kind of difficult character trait, every uh, negative temperamental trait or behavior has a positive side too, right? And you can reframe them. So if you see someone, for example, who is being very bossy and very controlling, you might say, yeah, I don't like the bossiness and the controlling side, but the flip side of that is that they are a leader and that they know how to be decisive and to lead others and charismatic and that's a positive thing. So whilst I still want to address that they're being overly controlling of others, I also want to celebrate the fact that they have leadership skills. Now you can do this with every single trait. If a child is, for example, very shy, you might notice that they are shy and that might be a challenge, but they are also uh, very reflective or cautious or uh, they observe things deeply. If a child is very aggressive or angry or, or rageful, that could be a bad thing, but it might also show that they are expressive, that they don't bottle up their emotions. Maybe they're go-getters and action takers. Maybe they're very assertive at times that are important or protective of other people and unafraid to stand up to bullies. Each character trait that your child displays has a shadow side and a light side. And you definitely need to correct the shadow side and help them to be their best selves and to overcome these challenges, but you also want to celebrate their light side. And that's where you'll find love for the child. You'll say, yeah, you know, you're really, really you're always talking back and you're always negotiating and you're always uh, pushing back against authority. But on the other side, wow, you're no pushover. You know, you know how to use your language to be persuasive and uh, you really know how to get what you want in life and to go after things with a persistent attitude. And that's a really good skill that will serve you well. Notice that often the very skills that we find difficult in 
childhood are the very same skills that we look for and celebrate in adults. Assertiveness, persistence, the ability to go after what you want, leadership, all of these things can sometimes manifest in very challenging ways in children, but ultimately are what we want to develop and encourage in adults. The next one is to engage in baby bonding behaviors. When you feel hatred towards your child and you dislike them and you feel just get them away from me, one of the things that can really help you connect to that deeper human bond is the bonding behaviors. Things like making eye contact, touch, physical touch, snuggling, skin to skin, cooing sounds, stroking them, just being together or even holding them and carrying them as you would with a baby. This is true for a five-year-old, even for a 10-year-old. They still want to sit on your lap. They still want to be held. And when you do those things, it triggers within you oxytocin and that hormonal cocktail that's going to help you to feel and release feelings of love rather than feelings of rejection and disgust. So do the same ways that you would bond with a baby by holding them and eye contact and sing songs and laughter and touch. Do that with your older children too to bypass the feelings of dislike and get into those feelings of human connection. The next one is to use humor, right? When you feel like, oh, I hate my child. I regret having a having a baby to begin with, you might go into a very dark place. You might spiral into just, you know, the worst kind of catastrophizing and thinking that you've made some terrible mistake or that you're messing this up or that your child is broken. And those thoughts get you nowhere really fast. They just take you to a helpless, depressed place. So don't go down that path. Instead, pull it back and start to use a bit of humor. Remember, none of us are always a picnic. We all went through phases that gave our parents a run for their money. We've all been difficult for someone at some point, right? It's like, I'm no picnic myself. I had some epic tantrums as a child. I was difficult in this way or that way. My mom really struggled with me coming home late or with me lying or with me uh, being rude. And that's okay. It's kind of like, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Let's interject some humor, um, some lightness, some realization that, ah, c'est la vie. No one said it would be a walk in the park. There's something funny to it as well. And see if you can find the funny side. It's really going to help you lighten the mood and not get so attached to those dark feelings. And my final point to you today is to remember that love is a choice. Sometimes you just have to go at it and make that choice in a very active way and say, no, I refuse to see my child through the lens of hate or or disgust or regret or any of those bad feelings. It's just not where I'm at. I choose love. I choose to be loving even when they're being an absolute nightmare, even when there's so much work we have to do on their behavior, even when I'm really, really having a struggle just to get through the day, I'm still going to choose to be loving. And that's for my child and for myself. That's the energy that's healthy for me. That's who I want to be in the world. That's what I want to bring. That's the light I want to shine. And I refuse to go down that negative path. So sometimes it's simply a choice. Don't choose that path of seeing your child in a, in a negative way or seeing yourself in a negative way. Choose to be unbreakable and unshakable and unapologetically loving no matter what. Choose to be unconditional. Choose to show up with love. Choose to love parenting and to parent from love. Let me know which was the most helpful tip for you here today. And if you have any of your own tips to share, 
I know this is a very vulnerable and taboo topic, so I just so appreciate you sharing vulnerably. I know it makes it so much easier for other parents as well. And if you wanna hear more about my work and how I can help you to love parenting and parent from love, head on over to presentplay.com and sign up for the waitlist. Present Play opens only once a year and that's in April. On May, we'll be kicking off the brand new year. You'll be learning how to get your kids playing independently, how to create an incredible schedule that you love to flow through and how to set up your network village of people who support you and love you and your child through this journey of childhood and parenting. That and so much more inside of Present Play. It's coming soon so make sure that you are on the wait list so that you don't miss your spot. It only opens once a year. Much love and namaste.